It's on. Oh, there we go. Crisp and clean. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Covert Show. We're going to turn that down just a little bit. I apologize for it. Folks, we've got a good one on our hands right now because you know what? We are back here, Nick going solo once again, having a little bit more trouble with the phone receptions. We thought we had it tonight, folks. We so thought we had it tonight. And then all of a sudden, at one point, we just couldn't get the call to go through. So we are working here back for another episode. And also, as we're doing this, give me one sec here. We have on the computer next to us and on the TV, we do have the Nebraska-Minnesota game. And now for those of you who are watching this after the fact or like listening to this, this game will be done by then. But at the moment, it's 75-73 to 73 with 18 seconds left. And as this is going live, I'm currently watching it recording. And there's another free throw, and it's another three-point game. So if you can tell, or if you can't tell, my heart is beating out of my chest at the moment, which you probably can't. But we are back. This is episode number 45 of The Covert Show. And like I said, we are going, or 50, 55, wow, that is bad. <laughs> this is episode number 55 of The Covert Show. And we are just kind of going along today. A little bit of a random episode, but I mean, we'll start We'll start it like this. It's college basketball season, and I'm going to be playing a little bit of Call of Duty here in, a, in just a couple of minutes here. My cousins will be getting on with me. They're playing a couple of gunfight tournaments. We're throwing it all the way back to Call of Duty Cold War, and it shouldn't be all the way back. It's like two games removed now, or a game and a half removed. So, but as we're talking about this, it's college basketball. It's the best time of the year because you want to know why, folks, today, as I look at my calendar here, it's March 8th. You know what that means? Selection Sunday is this weekend. You know what that means? March Madness starts in a week. March Madness, folks. Oh, we are so excited. Greasel, get the ball across, please. We need a three. Hoiberg had a timeout. Okay, good Lord. Oh, no, we got a foul. Oh. Oh, and we're going to the bonus. Oh, no. Okay. So, like I said, this game is going to be giving me a heart attack, and it's going to be giving me one hard right now. Like, I'm going to be just sitting there leveling out. So, Greasel is at the line here for the Corn Huskers, shooting two. But as we talk about it, oh, we're joining here. I got to join the lobby here for my cousins. We're in. I don't know if I'm going to be getting in a tournament or what I'm going to be getting into here. Oh, it won't let me join. Why won't it let me join? Come on here. All right, we're figuring it out. So, as we're going here, I'm trying to... We are still here. Sorry, we're trying to get <laughs> trying to get shit going and figuring this out. But anyways, it's a it's a one point game now for the Skurs. This is this is hard because I know that you guys aren't gonna be everybody's gonna be like, Nick, the game ended. It's probably gonna be and I, I really hate to say it, it's probably gonna be a Minnesota win. I was there the last weekend when Nebraska beat Iowa for the clean sweep in Omaha. I was there hanging out with my goddaughter for her birthday, and then I went back home and hung out. Had some awesome time with some family. So I've been kind of bouncing around. Work's been a little hectic lately. We're getting ready for turkey season. Because when March comes around, 
it's not just March Madness for us hunters. For anybody out there that's a big fan of chasing some thunder chickens, because, yeah, that's what we call them in the industry, we're chasing some turkeys. We're chasing those, as we call them, the gobblers. So, and yeah, there some of their metaphors are a little bit, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Weird. Uh, provocative. And I got to unplug this here. My camera's going to get a little bit moved as I do this, because we're still trying to record some clips for you. Hopefully you guys are enjoying those. But like I said, turkey hunting gets a little bit provocative. So, now I'm not going to get too much into it here, but now, and there goes Minnesota kind of down the list, and they're running out the clock. Oh, we about got a steal, but there's a foul, and so we got it. But, um, turkey season's coming up. March Madness is coming through in here. We'll kind of give you a little bit of a breakdown as we pull this up here. So, I'll see if I can pull up my ESPN. I will let the cousins know that I'm in. Give me two seconds, ladies and gentlemen. And so, oh, wow, that hurt. I apologize for that. That was not attractive for anybody on the podcast. So as we go here, uh, the West Coast Conference, Gonzaga swept it. They won it all. St. Mary's was no big competition for them this year. And so Gonzaga is the first major conference winner to punch their ticket. Otherwise, so far tonight, on the scoreline, like we said, this is March 8th here. So as we go through, Georgia's playing LSU in the SEC tournament first round. Nebraska has Minnesota. It's an 11 seed Nebraska versus a 14 Minnesota team. We truly need a couple of wins, or we need to win the Big Ten to get into the tournament. And if Minnesota wins, we're out. It's not going to happen. So Minnesota, he missed it. Oh, my Lord. We have a chance for a two. Go down the line. Go down the line. Oh, that's going to be off Minnesota. We have a one-second game, folks. Oh, my gosh. All right. As we do this, Pac-12 tournament, Stanford and Utah is playing right now at the moment, 70-60. to 60. In the SWAG tournament, we got Texas Southern and Alcorn State for um, – the other for Conference USA, we got UTSA and we've got Rice, St. Peter's and the Hercules in the in the MAC. St. Peter's has Ryder, and then for the Big Twelve right now, Oklahoma State is Oklahoma. Virginia Tech is playing NC State in the ACC. Davidson in the Atlantic, they were victorious today. Wake Forest in the ACC was victorious, uh, moving down the line. Pitt won over Georgia Tech. Colorado with a big win over Washington for the Pac-12 today. St. John's with a big win over Butler. We'll keep kind of going down this list here. Washington State with a big win over California. And as we kind of jump in here, we'll keep breaking down some scores kind of mid-game, but we're playing some gun game here with my cousins. And this is the fun part because I know that they they know that I am on a podcast. So they are going to be hooting and hollering. I got one kill there. They're going to be hooting and hollering their brains out here. They're trying to see if Dre or if Greasel lost the ball and it went out of bounds off him. And I think they're I think Minnesota's going to get it. I think Minnesota's going to get the ball, which is going to suck because that means they're out. That means Nebraska's out. And that's going to be the game. As I'm trying to shoot my cousin here, that's not something you want to say over. It. 
There we go. All right. So we got off that gun here. Now Nebraska and Minnesota are duking it out. There is 1.3 seconds on the clock. I am. They need to foul ASAP. And also, that was just kind of a poor choice. Poor choice in Greasel to try to take the ball in. I don't know where he was going with that. That was just not the right move. And we do have a foul. I don't know who got it. I think it's on Nebraska, which it should be. That way we can get a free throw here and stop the call or stop the clock even before that. But as we go, I have a chance here because I have one cousin. AFK. There we go. Okay, he's dead. So, as we're playing COD, also, if you're looking at it for the Big East Tournament, you have DePaul, Seton Hall. DePaul ends up beating Seton Hall um, in the first round today for Conference USA. Going back to it again, Western Kentucky beat UTEP. Ohio State beat Wisconsin. Tough way for Wisconsin to lose their season. Ole Miss in the SEC beating South Carolina. I have a distraction here that i got to go through. Beating South Carolina 67-61. to Iona in the MAC is a winner today in that first round as well. West Virginia beats Texas Tech in the Big 12. North Carolina or beats Boston College in the Mountain West. New Mexico State is a winner. Villanova a winner over Georgetown in the Big East. Stanford is now final with Utah. NC State now final with Virginia Tech. Oregon State still has to go for the... Pac-12 today. And as we're going still, LSU and Georgia are tied at 67. And tomorrow's matchup should be pretty good. Now, St. John's, I'm just, I feel bad because I'm kind of like camping off of him. And I don't know what I should do because I'm trying to read these off for us. So also, if anybody out there plays COD, if they appreciate the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare, let me know. I tried to no-scope him, but I gave him a free gun. But anyways, for the second round... Tomorrow, for the Big East Tournament, you've got St. John's, you've got Marquette. For the ACC, Miami get got the first-round bye, so they play Wake Forest. Baylor got a first-round bye. They play Iowa, or Baylor plays Iowa State in the quarterfinal tomorrow. Um, UConn and Providence at a Big East quarterfinal. Duke and Pittsburgh, or Duke and Pittsburgh in the ACC quarterfinal tomorrow. Colorado and UCLA in the quarterfinal. Kansas and West Virginia in the Big 12 quarterfinal. Ole Miss, Tennessee in the second round of the SEC tournament. In the Mountain West quarterfinal, this is going to be there. Kase Tominaga for three. And he almost hit it. And that's going to be the game. And Nebraska ends up losing the season with a historical run there at the end for the Cornhuskers. That's a that's that's a tough game. Nebraska awaits their fate for the big dance coming up. And I don't think they're going to get a bid, folks. It's going to be a little bit tough. To get it, but as I'm reading down the list here, a sad Husker fan today. Oh boy, that's that's tough. Texas is still awaiting a Big 12 quarterfinal winner. Colorado State and San Diego State. You got North Carolina, and then I gotta pick this up here because I'm losing. I'm losing. Oh boy, JC is currently texting me at the moment. Oh, my gosh. He's currently trying to call me. So I'm telling him that I'm recording solo, and if you can get on, get on. If you come through, I will take the call. I will take the call. 
So anyways, for the Big 12, or going through the tournament here, I'm trying to still win a game of Call of Duty as we go through it. DePaul has Xavier for the Big East quarterfinal as well tomorrow. There's a lot of good quarterfinal games coming up tomorrow. Arizona in the Pac-12 quarterfinal. They await a winner. TCU and Kansas State in a Big 12 quarterfinal. And then Villanova and or Villanova's win moves them to play Creighton tomorrow in the quarterfinal. And then we await for everything for Friday's games. So if you're really looking at March Madness this, this year, folks, it's going to be a weird one. March Madness is going to be tough because here, here's the reasoning why. You've got a lot of teams that are sitting, riding the bubble, trying to get through this tournament. You have a lot of teams like the Big 12 who are strong but still have hit a, a couple of yips along the road. AKA, you've got teams like Texas who if you think is going to be a Big 12 fi- or a Big 12 finalist and a contender in your final 4 to possibly win the championship, you might be wrong. If you're thinking Kansas this year, you might also be wrong. Granted, doesn't matter who you're thinking cuz you still might be wrong. That's the fun of March. This year if I'm really going for a couple of big seeds after kind of looking at the rankings here, let me pull it up for the AC- for the AP Temple. You've got Houston and you've got UCLA. You've got Kansas and you've got Alabama. So far, would be your number one seeds overall if everything ended today and the bubbles weren't there. I'm trying to kill at the moment here, and it's not working. And also, I have to finish one more text. I apologize. Oh, boy. Hold on here. And so I think everybody was watching the Husker game here because my cousins are in Nebraska as well. But also, if you look at it, I think if you're going to to narrow down a couple of teams this year that are going to be your either sleeper teams or teams that you should probably look forward to in March. Oh, I missed the snipe. If you're going to look for those teams, Gonzaga's still a top team to look for. You've got a team like Purdue, who at the end of the year struggled a little bit. They lost a couple of crucial games. Still won the Big Ten overall, but they moved down in the rankings. You've got teams, as I try to snipe, and I hope you can't really hear them over the the TV here. I got one there. But if you're looking for some... Texas could be a sleeper team. They finished off the year decently well with a couple of big wins. But if you're really going to look for your consistent teams, your two biggest consistent teams have been Houston and Alabama. Alabama ran through a very, very tough SEC gauntlet this year, and Houston also, just within the last couple of years, they've been showing a lot of grit and tenacity, and they've been going for it. So I think if you're going to really look for two teams that could possibly win you out and win you big money in March, I would... I would definitely say probably go for Houston or Alabama. Those are your probably your two biggest bets. It's going to be a little bit easier for, or it's going to be a little bit more of your safer picks, but, I mean, you really don't have much else that you can kind of go for there. So I don't even know what I'm getting. Oh, I'm on a knife in Call of Duty, and if you don't don't really know how gun game goes in Call of Duty, you get stuck with a knife. But okay, so here's a fun fact before I move on, and we'll probably end up breaking down 
we'll probably end up next week breaking down the selection show, and I'll even post a story on the good old Instagram, and I'll try to give us a couple of clip, clips for the selection show, and I would prefer to have JC on for the selection show or for that kind of podcast before March Madness if we can. But as that game finishes out, here we go. I got a little bit more for us here. So, other teams to possibly look at. The Big 12 is stacked. When it comes down to it, the Big 12 for the bracket is stacked. I mean, you have multiple teams that are going to make the tournament. Kansas got the number one seed overall in the Big 12. Texas was a close second. Texas on the schedule to finish out the year. We'll start with them here. If I can pull this down here. Texas to finish out the year. A little bit rocky. You had a win over an Oklahoma team who's decent in the Big 12. You had a win over an Iowa State team who is very good, very dangerous, turns the ball over a lot. So does this Texas team. This Texas team, that's the biggest killer that they have had in March is they are consistent with turnovers, and they can't hit free throws late to be able to, to make things happen. They lost to a Baylor team who could make the argument they could be a dark horse to come back in the Big 12 and win another national title for the for the second time in about five years. Can't, or TCU, that's a loss. Kansas, that's a win. So kind of... Kind of overall on the year, they split their series with Texas, split their series with Baylor, split their series with Kansas. They lost to a Tennessee opponent, who's a pretty good SEC opponent there. Swept West Virginia. Swept Oklahoma State. Correct, they swept Oklahoma State. I'm going to turn my monitor down, so just in case you guys can't hear us. Swept Oklahoma State. They swept West Virginia. So, I mean, there's a couple, and then they, they went one-on-one with Iowa State. Iowa State, on the other hand, if you're going to be be a team like them, Iowa State's a very a decently young team, looking with a second-year head coach, or looking with a new head coach here again. But Iowa State, this this last couple of, last few games, you hit a gauntlet, and you hit it hard. Win against TCU, lost against a ranked K-State, lost against a ranked Texas, lost against an Oklahoma, lost against West Virginia. But you pick up a win against Baylor late, and you pick up a big win against Baylor. You pick up a 73-58 to win over Baylor. Now you play Baylor again. In a neutral environment, how was this going to go? Your last win was on the road in Waco, so that's huge for you. That's a big confidence booster. The biggest problem on that, Iowa State's rebounds. They cannot crash the boards at all. Iowa State is um, I'm sorry, I'm responding to my cousins. If you are looking for kind of anything that goes against Iowa State, you're mainly looking at your rebound game. That's not going to be one of your biggest Biggest helpers if you're Iowa State. Otherwise, big bigger fish to fry in the Big 12. You've got Baylor, Kansas State, and Texas. There are so many good teams in this Big 12 that I think it's going to be hard for a lot of other a lot of other conferences to really kind of catch their breath against them. It, it's not going to be it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be hard against. I would say it's probably going to be more hard than it is easy against the Big 12. When you're looking at teams like the Pac-12, you only had a few run the table this year. Mainly, it was UCLA and Arizona. If you're really going to look at other teams that could possibly do it, like I said, Houston and Alabama are probably going to be your two biggest bets. And like we said, we'll go over 
a little bit more of an after-selection Sunday. I'll go over it on a couple of Instagram stories, and I'll make sure I kind of send out some posts for JC to get on the good old TikTok page. That way we can help all of our viewers kind of get their best chances at filling out the brackets. Also, we'll give you our finished brackets. We will give you our finished brackets, and we'll see who goes top overall because it's going to be a fun March Madness. I'm super, super, super excited to see how long I can go perfect, and I guarantee you I won't go perfect through day one. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to go perfect through day one. March Madness is going to kill me in one day, and I'm and by kill me, I mean I'm just going to be I'm going to be sitting scared. It's not going to be good as I'm playing Ring Around the Rosie with my cousin here, so I'm just going to take my other one. But that's our March Madness breakdown. Big tw- er, More plenty of games to come during this week. It should be pretty fun. It should be exciting as the week kind of winds down, and also we're just going to be getting after it. So this is, the f- this is another f- famous time of year for college sports, but this is also, oh, excuse me, just another famous time of year for sports in general also. My cousins can't play gun game against me. It's just bad. Oh, somebody's shooting at me. Somebody's gone. Another person's shooting at me. Now I'm gone. So, with that, we'll move on here. We we will move on. And there we go. We got another one dead. They're all screaming. But, well, all right. So, I got to ask. As I'm, as I'm playing. Oh, I about, I about flipped it and turned on him. So as we talk about this here, I want to know. So when you guys played Call of Duty in the past, and we'll throw it to probably Black Ops 2, because I think Black Ops 2 was the biggest when it came to like trying to figure out party games when you had like sharpshooter, sticks and stones, all of that. And I forget, I can't remember if Black Ops 2 was the first game to come out with that or not. But I want to know, what were your guys' favorite party games in Call of Duty? Or what were your guys' favorite like custom games that you guys played against your your friends or anybody like family when you guys partied up for the night or partied up for the weekend what were you guys' favorite games were you just waiting for league plays to come out and were you just waiting for competitive um were you guys playing custom games were you doing swift or says i've seen a lot of that dude on tiktok now and i can't even remember the last time i saw him before just now this year like i remember watching swift or says when i was a kid just for the fuck or just for the hell of it I about slipped up and said, fuck. Oh, wait, I just did. Sorry, folks. But, um, no, I remember watching Swiftor. And for those of you who don't know, basically, Swiftor was this YouTuber who, in Call of Duty, basically made a big-ass game of Simon Says with a full lobby of people. All he did was just, it was basically a game of Simon Says. That's all it was. And any time that you lost or didn't do it after he said Swiftor Says, you basically got shot and you died. It was a super, super fun just party game. And, I mean, some of his stuff was funny to watch. And you were probably thinking that it's like, well, he's just basically streaming a big, giant game of Simon Says. Like, you could have just watched Squid Games for 5 bucks a month. Well, this was way before Squid Games. And also, it was just funny because he made it fun for everybody. Playing Ring Around the Rosie here. Wow, I'm getting beat down. But I'm still probably going to win because they can't kill with the ballistic knives. Also, what was your most underrated weapon in Call of Duties? Because I'll tell you right now, or like, what was your best weird gun? I'll tell you right now, the weirdest gun that I was just insane with had to be the ballistic knives. I, I'm, I kid you not, it had to be the ballistic knives. I was so good with those things, it was weird. Like, in Black Ops 2 when they first came out, and I kind of figured out how to use them, 
I just thoroughly enjoyed them and just played the shit out of them. Like, seriously, I had a ballistic knives only class and would run around and, like, hijacked and nuke town and just go to town. There was one game where I ran on uh, standoff. If anybody remembers that Black Ops 2 map where it was strictly just, oh, man, I got China Lake. Oh, no, he's got a knife. But I was strictly that guy that would just kind of run around and, and just ballistic knife. Oh, no. I died. My cousins beat me with the ballistic knives. That's kind of bad. Oh, boy. But anyways, yeah, I was pretty damn good with the ballistic knives. Those were some of my favorite guns to use. They were super fun. Moving right along here. Guys, baseball is back. Spring games have started, but also the World Baseball Classic is back for the first time since 2017. There's been a lot of big highlight plays so far, but the base, the World Baseball Classic is back, and we'll flip it on here just to give a little bit of a score update. Right now we got... Uh, Australia and South Korea playing. And then Jung Choi is batting for South Korea. And so, right now, currently, the score... Do we have a score? It's 2-0 Australia, which is good for Australia. I believe the World Baseball Classic is being played in Japan, if I'm not mistaken, or part of the pools are. So... But the World Baseball Classic is back. That's always one of those fun games to watch. Oh, yeah, because here's game two of the Netherlands. Let's see where this second pool is being played at. This game is... I should probably know this, but this is Panama and the Netherlands that are playing um, in Pool A. So, plenty of games to watch if you're a baseball fan there. But otherwise, spring training is going on, folks. And the MLB is heating up. It's super, super exciting this year. We've got plenty of teams that are kind of just getting ready to go. And if you're looking at it so far, some spring training games that we got right now. As I try to... Win a game here. Cardinals won four nothing today. The Angels beat the the Rockies four to three. Twins beat the Blue Jays seven nothing. And then the Dodgers and the Mariners are both tied at two here. In oh nope they they tied at two. All right, so I gotta ask, and I gotta make sure that I re-record this here. So this is getting recorded on the camera because I gotta ask this question. Hold on. I got to get a kill there. All right, I got off my Diamond Eddies. I'll figure this out in a second. How do you guys feel about the baseball pitch clock and the batter clock? Because not going to lie, I'm not really a fan of it. There was a tweet that I saw today where Vanderbilt and Evansville got went into the 17th inning and they were tied at one. And I tweeted out, I said, all the baseball fans that have been crying about time limits right now are just sad. We love free baseball. And I'll tell you this, yes. The game of baseball can last a while. The game of baseball takes some time. It's strategy-based. There's a lot of pitching changes and everything. But guys, you're looking to try to speed up a game that is it's designed to be somewhat slow. It's not designed to be as quick as hell. Now, the NCAA is also releasing a rule to try to limit the breaks of foot in football. You can't take consecutive timeouts. That's that's a rule. You cannot take consecutive timeouts in here. I'll even find the tweet for you. Because I'm going to... I'm... Hold on here. 
my cousin is just not good, and I don't know what this one's doing. All right, I'll look for the tweet really fast because I found it. And actually, I had the tweet shared, so we'll do this here. We'll do my tweets because I only have a couple. All right, so, so far, according to On3, the NCAA Rules Committee has announced major changes to speed up the game of football. No consecutive timeouts. No untimed downs at the end of the first and third quarter, which when have those ever really, really been a thing? Like, how many times has that really happened in football? Running clock is now after first downs, or after first down conversion, except within two minutes of the half. So you're basically now fighting a constant running clock. Guys, this is not... I understand that you have to adapt to be good at the game of coaching and coaching the game that you want to be, but this is seriously too much. You guys are talking about trying to speed up games when you guys aren't looking at how many different companies are spending millions of dollars to to drown our TVs with advertisement. Really. We're speeding up the game so that you can waste more money on advertisement because the NCAA doesn't make enough money as it is. Really. That's what we're doing now? We're going to make sports a big-ass marketing campaign so that players are now getting NIL deals, which they should. Players should be getting NIL deals because they they don't have ways to make money if you're a student-athlete. And everybody could argue, well, they could go to work. It's like, dude, if you look at a D1 student-athlete schedule or even a D3 NAIA, we don't have time to practice. I didn't have time to go, or we didn't have time to go get a job. I had to do a work study, which was maybe a couple hours a week editing videos. And looking at stat sheets. My mouth got a little dry. I apologize. But you're looking at all this stuff. We student athletes didn't have didn't have the chance to go get jobs unless you were trying to put yourself through a living hell. I'm like, dude, there's no way. So the name, image, and likeness stuff I get. NIL is extremely important to be able to give some student athletes money. Now, are they getting paid a a stupid amount? For just being a college athlete and being a spokesperson for like a makeup company or like a, a shoe company, that's neither here nor there. They got to be trying to get paid a little bit like they're the superstars. But I mean, still, I I really don't, it's kind of hard to get. So, but now we're trying to speed up the game of football. Now we're trying to speed up every single game. Can I Can I make a statement here? No one's looking at trying to speed up the game of soccer. No one's looking to try to speed up the game of soccer. Everybody's sitting there thinking, oh, we're going to play. And this is me probably just being sportist. As a person whose game decently moves fast and is somewhat. I do watch, I do watch some soccer and I do have, I do have some enjoyment watching soccer. I do. Don't get me wrong here. I'm not trying to be a hypocrite. I'm not trying to stir a bunch of shit. But seriously, what in the fucking hell, guys? We're not trying to speed up the game of soccer? What's next? You guys are going to try to speed up the game of basketball or volleyball? Dude, That game, those games are already quick enough. If you look at a basketball game, those games move pretty damn quick. Unless in high school where you got to hold on to the ball for four and a half minutes because there was no shot clock. But we're not going to try to speed up any other games. You're just going to go for football and you're going to go for baseball. You're going to go for... You're going to go for America's pastime. And I'm going to try to go for a snipe here. And I can't get it. 
but you're going to try to speed up America's pastime, and you're going to try to speed up football, especially college, which is a little bit more fun to watch than the NFL. Except this year, the NFL was super enjoyable to watch. So that's what we're going to now. We're just trying to speed up games because we... Because the NCAA doesn't want to waste or doesn't want to cut its own money on ad spend or anything like that. So we have to we have to figure that out. It's basically my two cents on that. I don't understand why we're just trying to cut sport time limits down. And we're not looking at the biggest function of functionality of this when basically games are taking so long it's because you have to take TV timeouts for advertisement. Also, my cousin just ate an RPG to the face. That's fun. I find that thoroughly enjoying. No, I do not. But if you guys can't tell, I'm a little frustrated by this conversation, or by this topic at least. I get I get more heated to the fact that all we're trying to do is just take a look at the small picture and not taking a look at the biggest one. You want to cut down a game? Fine. Do not take 40,000 TV timeouts in between innings or in between in between downs. I get it. You don't want teams taking a bunch of timeouts back to back to back. Like, granted, yeah, you're supposed to take a timeout. You're supposed to get set up. You're supposed to have your strategy prior to. But, folks, sometimes you got to go with the flow, man. It's not that difficult. Like, I get it. Sometimes the games aren't fun to watch. Sometimes you're just going through a battle of defense or a battle of defenses where sometimes even the defenses aren't good and the offenses just can't score. There's big plays getting up, but people are missing field goals, people are fumbling the ball and turning the ball over and all this bullshit. MLB, all it is is a defensive battle or guys are walking. I get that. Baseball is hard to watch sometimes. I'll admit it. I'm a baseball fan and sometimes it gets on my nerves. A football fan can say the same thing. A soccer fan might say the same thing. Anybody who watches the NBA hates it already, so you might as well just ignore their opinion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit... The NBA kind of gets on my nerves. I'm sorry. Mostly because people want 1 billion likes on Twitter just to compete in the dunk contest, and your guys' all-star game is just a living shoot-around. Grow up. I do have a lot of opinions, and you guys are probably thinking they are wrong. They very well could be. I could have a, I could have plenty of opinions, and you guys can think they are wrong. That's fine. That's why it's called my opinion. And I'm not trying to get into a political debate on that, because I don't have to. Because you guys can easily have your own opinion about whether you enjoy the NBA, or whether you um, hate the MLB, you hate MLS, you love MLS. Like you, you can literally enjoy your own sports, and I'm not going to tell you that you can't. Mostly because if you just want to enjoy those sports, enjoy them. It's what brings you joy. Now, moving right along, because I kind of went on a little bit of a vicious tirade, and also I am kicking the living hell out of these kids. They just cannot seem to to figure it out, and I'm just going to keep running around the map until I just... I got him. <laughs> I finally died. Oh, it's so much fun playing against these kids. 
because I thoroughly enjoy playing with my cousins because I will win a lot of the times. And granted, my cousin has came in first the last two gun gun games, which is fine. I have still come in second. I haven't gotten lower than third in this gun game, and there's only three of us, so it doesn't really matter. But for those of you keeping score, I'm technically one and two on the night when it comes to first place victories. And I don't I don't see that getting any any worse here because I'm about to win this next one because I got a DMR coming up here for him and I'm big, big winning. Oh. We're getting we're getting very toxic in this chat right now, I guess, is what I'm hearing. If anybody remembers the old Call of Duty chats, then feel free to type here what you guys were saying and what you guys were going after each other for. But it's a fun time, man. The world of sports is just, it's rapidly evolving. And in some cases, I really don't know if it's going in a good way or a bad way. I get the fact that we need to have a little bit of pace changing. I do, because sometimes games take a long time. And like I said, I will argue the media. I will argue the fact that we are the problem. We're complaining too much and everything like that. Because sometimes we are. It's like, guys, you got to just enjoy the game. If you guys are a fan of this game, or it's mostly because you played it, you were a coach of it, you probably got cut from the team from it, or you just didn't make it as a professional athlete and you're not playing the game. That's fine. Guys, we are sports fans because it's an ex- it's an escape from the modern world. It's an escape from everything else that is just around us that we just we just hate. It's an escape from the people that we don't like. It's an escape from... It's literally an escape from everything. So you take this world of sports how you want to take it. It's it's just here to pretty much bring us joy so we can figure out how we want to do that. I have to kill with a shovel now? Oh boy, this is going to be fun. Got him. I got the ballistic knives here. We're gonna, You guys are going to wait for me here with this kill. Oh, I about got a long range. Oh, man. If I had my lens, I'd flip this camera around here real quick, but we're going to get this ballistic knife kill. I'm just running. They're going to try to hide, I bet. What do you think? I got a constant UAV here on the map. Oh, I shot the door. Man, that's two knives that I've missed. Got him. Boom! See ya. But anyways, that's my big rant for the day. We'll flip the camera off. We got some. We got plenty of clips for us. Oh, boy. I don't even know if that second half was recording. Oh, no. Did my battery die? No, you're lying. Oh, my goodness, you're lying. I got to check this. The battery got exhausted, so I believe part of it, part of it probably. I'm hoping part of that got caught. Oh, man, that's going to suck. All right, well. Good to know that the battery died on my camera. It's all right. I'll probably end up cutting out some of these clips to put on social. But, guys, where was I at here? I was at baseball, and I was at trying to talk about the pitch clock rule. There's been a couple of college games where batters have already gotten called out because they took too much time getting into the box. There's been MLB games where the game has ended in ties because of this thing. I'm like, dude, you can't just end a game at a tie in baseball. What? Spring training, okay, that's fine. If this happens in the regular season, though, oh, dude, you you can bet there's going to be some unhappy fans. 
un, 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 unhappy. It's just not going to be fun. It's not. But the MLB is coming around the corner. First pitch here is going to be happening soon in just a, a couple of weeks here. Coming around to April. And also, you know what else is coming around here in April? The NFL Draft. NFL Draft is on the 27th of April. The first pick goes to the good old Chicago Bears. So if you're a Bears fan, you have fun with your first pick. And figure out who you want. Let's see if I can go flawless in this game. That'd be super funny if I could. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. That's a gun that I have. I'm just going to kill the AFK kid. And so we're just running around. But anyways... I mean, that's that's pretty much all I got. The NFL Draft is on the 27th of April. I think Colton left. Nope, he's still on. So the NFL Draft is on the 27th of April. There's a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, Bears got the first pick, like I said. I'm just I'm not focused at the moment. I'm trying to I'm trying to go flawless here. Oh, Colton left the party. No, that's fine. Oh, I got connection interrupted here. Oh, yeah, because I think we were hosted with him. But anyways, I mean, guys, that's pretty much all I got to talk about. It's a little bit of a shorter episode today. I mean, um, if you guys are fans of country music, Morgan Wallen's new album, Morgan Wallen's new album came out. It's called, oh, let's see, what is it called? I'm very bad with this here. Do, 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 we're looking for his album now. But, uh, duh. Morgan Wallen's new album called one at a time. There's 36 songs on this album. If you guys haven't seen it, some guys are doing the case. It's like the case race. They're doing 36 beers for 36 songs. Um, so, basically, there you go. I think it's a pretty good album. I'm texting really quick. I have five minutes. Because we'll we'll probably cut this a little bit, this one a little bit shorter, but basically, Morgan Wallen's new album, thirty six songs. I personally thought it was a pretty good album. I'm texting here. I apologize, folks. This is not very professional of us, but you know we're a very go with the flow podcast. Um. But basically, Morgan Wallen's new album is pretty good. A lot of people are like somewhat hit or miss on it. I personally really enjoyed it. There's a lot of songs that I can relate to on there. It's a pretty good album. But for those of you who haven't listened to it, go take a look. It's called One Thing at a Time. And that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a lot of other music. Um, There's a lot of other music kind of going around. Um, Jameson Rogers has released a couple of new songs. Jake Owen released a new album as well. Um, so there's a lot of new country albums that have been coming out. We are basically just kind of looking to go through and hopefully kind of get through March. 
like we said, guys, turkey season is coming up for me. So basically, I'm going to be a little bit busy here in the next couple of weeks, kind of end out the month of March. But we got March Madness coming up. So we'll get you a couple of bracket teasers out for that. We'll make sure that everybody gets a bracket filled out on the Covert Show staff. And we'll we'll give it out to you. We'll see what we can do for the Covert Show and see how good our brackets can be. But for that, guys, I'm pretty much done for the night. It was kind of a slow episode. There really wasn't much to talk about. I mean, we had, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of stuff that I definitely missed, but I went over the biggest thing. March Madness is here. The college basketball tournament's coming up, and that's a big talk about. And kind of as we go through, once we get JC back, that'll kind of be what we go through next. But hopefully you guys enjoyed episode number 55 of The Covert Show, and hopefully you guys have a fantastic weekend. Give your bush lights a raise to the sky. Take a big sip, and hopefully you guys enjoy your weekend. Hopefully it's not snowing for you guys. I mean, it's snowing for us here, hopefully not a lot. But it's supposed to snow tonight going into March 9th. So with that, guys, hopefully you have a great, great time and a great weekend. We'll see you all later. This has been number episode 55 of The Covert Show.